going on what's going on you may notice something a little new if you're watching if you're watching what are you watching or are you listening if you haven't guessed by now you're about to find out oh we're wearing we're wearing headphones headphones um because last week there was some weird stuff going on with the headphones and then two weeks ago or the microphones and has the same same thing. Well, different problems, same difference. It was messed up. So now we're gonna wear headphones so we can hear and correct right on spot. So we're trying to figure this out right here, right now. So bear with us. But we've got a wonderful cast planned for you today, and uh, just join us here in the pod on what is going on. It's your boy Russ. Catch me at Russell underscore Roland on Instagram. And McCade, M-C-Cade on Instagram as well. Um, uh, I be posting on there weekly, so, you know, hit it up. Um, oh, if you want to see shenanigans with Russell, um, hit me up on Snapchat. That's McCade Steph, no spaces. And ask to be added to the Russell story. I'm adding everyone back finally for the first time in three, five years. Five years, I think. So and anyways. big, big news. What uh, is that big, big news? If you have a TikTok, oh. you're about to see some pretty sweet clips. Because what is going on now has a TikTok. That's right. Two videos out. What's so, that smell? Courage. Sure. I think it's your breath. I don't know what it was. It was like a whiff of something weird. <laughs> Everything's like amplified. See, like Sorry. that's super loud, but it's not showing up super loud. Sorry, guys. We're trying to figure this out, but don't hit that dial. Um, update. Me and Russ got the family jewels on. The family jewels. Yeah, discount. Um, I'm, I've got like somebody's rent on this pinky right here car payment on this finger and sugar daddy allowance on this pinky right here yeah i carry your mortgage on my fingers baby um so me and russ invested in some jewels seeing that that's the only thing that holds its value these days um took all our money out of crypto and invested in jewels but the problem is um we had to go find these so we sent the stunt doubles over to find these dug them up and uh, made them into rings. Oh, we're good. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's one update. Update number two: the Avalanche won the Stanley Cup. They did win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> so that's exciting, right there, isn't it, Russell? <laughs> this is the first time ever, and I mean ever, that I've rooted for a team, and they've gone all the way. <laughs> well, it's a good thing you didn't tell Keely that. Before you started rooting for them. Facts, I would have jinxed it bad, big time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. It they started, fought hard. It started with the Jazz. I love the Jazz. I was all about them. 
Never could make it, dude. Never got there. Never could. Then I hopped over to football. Green Bay Packers. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, my boy. Aaron Rodgers. Like, <laughs> get there, man. You're so close. I want you there, man. But he's never gotten there yet. I'm just like, what is going on? Every team I root for, they just they never get there, you know? And some people wait a long time. We're talking like years, like 20 years, 30 years, 40 years until their team finally gets there. If they stick with that team. You got a lot of bandwagon people. I did hop on the uh, Golden State Warriors for a minute there. Who didn't? And that that this doesn't count. Just doesn't doesn't cut it. And even when I was cheering on them, like they still lost. And like the years I was really bandwagoning for them, like they just didn't get there. It was just like a disappointment. But then finally, I get introduced to hockey, and I'm like, this is cool. Very this cool team, sport. This team is pretty cool. And next thing you know, we're rooting for them, cheering them on. They get into the the finals. And they make it all the way to the freaking playoffs, and they go to the championship, and then wham, bam, bingo, lingo, we got the cup. The reason I've brought it up two weeks in a row is so you know we're not bandwagons. We've been cheering them on throughout the playoffs. Yeah. Maybe it seems like we're bandwagon because they got to the playoffs, and then we started cheering for them, but we cheered them through the playoffs, and it was no, a tough No, when playoffs. they hit the finals, when they were playing Nashville, boom. Finals. We're watching them. See, I don't even know. Is it the finals or the playoffs? Well, playoffs, finals, what do they championship. Call it, uh, Pretty sure it's the finals. Stanley Cup final. Yeah, finals. <laughs> just like college. Like, you can't just pick a team right off the finals and be like, okay, this is my team now. Like, we, but we did that. Like, you can't, but we did. We did it. And they won. So, losers. So, yeah. Um, catch us be uh, in that avalanche swag from now on. Yeah, facts. Um, so this is not a sports podcast, so let's get into it because this is what's what, what went on with McCade and Russ. What went on? We're diving into our childhood. Got one, two more episodes of this. I'm not sure. Two, the two, including this one next week. Um, season finale. (sighs) If you made it this far, go comment, go, if you're listening, go DM me. I want to know who actually listens uh, past whatever it is, three minutes we're at now. So, tight. Okay, let's dive in. Today, we're going to be talking about some of the passion and the fire and the tears and the bond that really brought me and McKay together. Hmm. Good. What is that? I'm going to let you keep going. The blueberry. The blueberry. What's the blueberry? What? What's the blueberry? Oh, the blueberry was a 2003? 2004? That thing was like a 1990. Really? No way. Was it really? Um, Hyundai Elantra. Now, some of you might may say Hyundai three, yeah. or Hyundai. I just say Hyundai. I don't think it's right, but I just do Hyundai Elantra, Hyundai Elantra, Hyundai Elantra. Hyundai. Um, this hmm. thing mobbed. Like, we're talking. 
if there was a place or a path big enough for a car to drive down, they went down it. You bet your bumper to front bumper, it would go there. <laughs> That's funny. Um, it impressed me so much that... Honestly, my sisters who just got home from their mission are looking for a car that I sent them one. It was like a 1997 with like 130,000 miles. But yours made it way further than that. And uh, our buddy Rustin, who was on the podcast, has one that's made it uh, quite a ways. It just blew up this summer, but he beat the crap out of it. Oh, yeah, we bounced. It bounced. But the motor ran strong up until it was gone. So we're going to give you the life legacy of the blueberry today. Yes, plus other stories, so stick around because it's about to get exciting. Where to start? Yeah, so give us a time. I don't remember where the blueberry was in the timeline of your car ownership. Okay, for sure. Russ always got handed down the cars, Mm -hmm. so everyone would think, why does Russ always break the cars? But I think it's because he always got handed down the cars on their last leg. Yeah. But then again, the Hyundai never died. It just, you'll see what yeah. happens. So it started out as my sister, my oldest sister's car, and they called it the Tinker Bell because <laughs> when you open the door, it went tink, 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 just like Tinker Bell. And so they, you know, it was Tinker Bell. And she had it for the longest time, and that thing had been through a lot. I'm talking like, me and Logan driving in the back on a road trip. I got sick and I upchucked all over the window. Oh gosh! <laughs> and all over this like door, like it's nasty. And like we're talking like some major stuff. All right, probably just that to be honest. And then yep, that's the only major thing. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> okay. Then she bought my cousin's car, which was a Lancer. Yeah, Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi Lancer. Sick. Manual. It's red. Thing's awesome. Uh, so then I got Tinkerbell because I was starting high school, kind of in high school quite a bit at this point, actually. Yeah, so then, like sophomore, junior. Yeah, like I just like, to drive. <laughs> my dad didn't want me to drive the truck anymore because that was technically my brother's truck and he wanted to keep good care of it and he couldn't, you know. So anyway, I drove the Blueberry. So it was your first car then? Um, commuter car like technically the first car i drove was the mustang consistently yeah so you had the blueberry after the mustang yeah so what happened was once jesse got back from his mission he took the mustang back and i was about junior in high school at that point about junior so then he took the mustang so then they're like well okay mom's driving the durango Cherry bomb. That's a cherry bomb. And Russ needs a car. So then I got the blueberry. So my first time driving the blueberry, I was probably 14, maybe 13. And my sisters moved into this little like ranch house that was just like around the corner. And we lived on the dirt road. So it was like dirt to dirt, like to get there, you know, dirt, dirt. And um, I'd just hop in there whenever I had to like hustle over and go grab them for dinner or like go tell them something or whatever because I didn't have a phone when I was like 13. And I wanted, I had the need, the need for speed. I wanted to drive that thing. And I did. I want to go fast. Mm -hmm. I want to go fast. So it was at this point that driving on that dirt road, I learned that if I pull the e-brake, I could slide it on turns on the dirt like it was nothing. Like, 
<laughs> Magic. And I was like, this is pretty sick. <laughs> I think I did it on accident one time because there was like a dog that ran out in front of me. And I like, and I was like, whoa, got sideways. That's what it's like to get sideways. Legend was born. Holy cow, this is sick. Then I did it again and again and again. And for some weird reason, in our family, there's this tradition. Now, we have the mailboxes, okay, and then there's a T in the road. So you come down the main road, you take the T, and you head towards my house. So you're always passing the mailboxes, leaving and coming home, okay? Our tradition was we always took this turn and we'd go around the mailboxes. And, I mean, I had some speed behind my tires coming back from like a church event or something. And my dad's like, sure, you can drive, you know? Your dad's in the car? No. Or he said, sure, you can drive to the church event. You just drive yourself because okay. you know how to drive. You're 15. You almost have your learner's permit. Just go. Uh-huh. And so I did. And uh, I was coming home, and I was coming around that that uh, spot, and it was the first time I ever did the mailbox run. And I was like, I'm going to go around the mailboxes. So when you say it's a tradition in your family, that they do it. Who does it? Every single person in my family does it. Drifts around the mailbox. Pretty much. <laughs> it kind of started when, like, we would, like, race home sometimes. Like, you'd catch your brother or sister or dad driving home, and... You'd be neck and neck the whole way, uh-huh. and whoever was behind you either took the mailboxes if you didn't, trying to like shortcut around you kind of uh-huh. a thing. So we'd do that. Really unsafe. <laughs> Number one, if someone was at the mailboxes, you'd probably mash over them. And then if somebody was coming up the road the other way, I mean, You're crossing over the lane into the lanes and smacking into them. So really not safe, but it was definitely a good time. So the first time I went around the mailboxes, I got so sideways and so crazy. Like, I had to get out and look at my tires. I was like, how did this not come off the ramp? <laughs> I just slid this thing. I was like, man. You just slid it. All of that, and it didn't pop the tire or fling the tire off? <laughs> this thing can take a lot. Man, what are the possibilities of this sweet vehicle? <laughs> well... I sought out those possibilities. We should push to the limits. Anytime, anywhere, there was a little dirt or a little spot that I could, you know. Not even dirt. It was just a turn, any turn. Fling that e-brake out. I did it. He did it. High speed, slow speed, medium speed, my speed. I don't think he ever took normal turns. It was always the back tires were locked up sliding. Yeah. It's just, I mean, just living, you know. Just L-I-V-I. Breathing. You know. Loving. So driving, yeah, we just mobbed this thing around. We, I mean, I, we, every anything you can think of, we did it. We went off roading this thing. We we uh, we frequented Taco Bell, and you bet your dollar that you know, uh, what's the a word? <laughs> so okay, we'll dive into this a little bit more. Me and Russ, uh, Russ finally convinced me to go to Taco Bell, and that started the Taco Bell addiction. Anyways. Uh, Taco Bell, either you get your food on a tray, and then you leave, and then, uh, well, uh, one of us had the genius idea, or heard of this genius idea, where you take the trays from Taco Bell, put them under your back tires on a front-wheel drive car, like a 2003 blue Hyundai Elantra, and lock them up 
using the e-brake, and then drive, thus causing no traction on your rear wheels because it's sliding around on a plastic tray. So allegedly, Russell and I would walk into um, Taco Bell and walk out with our food, but also the tray it came on. And uh, thus, that led to uh, other possibilities of us um, driving with only traction on the front wheels. Let me tell you what, that's the craziest experience. It feels like there's your drive, only back half of the car is on ice. Like we felt zero traction. Like we felt for the Polar Express guy when he's driving the train, dude. Like, Caribou. Like, swinging it left, swinging it right, trying to straighten it out. Like, mm-hmm. you just don't know. And so, you know, right. subsequently, having Taco Bells in your car just puts you in quite the predicament that you go, well, can't just throw these away. They're nice. Can't really take them back because that's awkward. <laughs> allegedly take them back because we allegedly took them in the first place. And so I guess we're just in this predicament. Let's put them under the back tires and swing it a little bit, you know? And it was a whole new ball game. <laughs> we could take longer slides around wider turns. Yeah. It was a breakthrough in all American car driving. To the point where the front wheels would smoke and not the back wheels. Ain't that something? So then you're doing all wheel drifts. Let's just say we practiced driving. With oversteer and understeer. And got really good at driving in the snow. Yeah. Real great practice. Especially in the snow. So, that's what you do in Cedar City to <laughs> learn how to drive in the snow. If it's a dirt road, Taco Bell tray, or snow, you're to learn how to slide. Yes. Controlled slides. Yeah. So you're safer when driving in traffic. Mm-hmm. Now, we wouldn't do it. Allegedly, when we took the uh, Taco Bell trays, we wanted to drive them in the, in the public roads. Like, that's what people would think. Nope, out on the back road, out on the country. Yeah, if someone would do something like that, you do it in the empty roads. Mm-hmm. We love empty roads. So, the Elantra now knows how to go sideways. <sighs> Somehow, me and Russell always ended up in separate vehicles, probably because he went to a different school and lived about 10, 20 minutes away from me. Um, We know he went to a different school because that happened earlier this season. If you haven't watched the rest of this season three, go get caught up. Um, A lot of great stories and tales of the boys of Shader City. Honestly, I really like listening to my voice in these headphones. (laughs) Uh, I have the stupidest laugh. (laughs) I hate listening to the podcast because of my voice, but like talking right now, it's like a little deeper in my headphones and it sounds nice. See, that's that's the difference because like I'm hating my voice right now, but I love watching our podcast. Yeah, what the frick? Yeah, I don't know. You're a pickle person or something. It's a pickle for sure. Anyways, um... So the the skill levels need to progress. Um, so sliding on flat ground, gravel ground, Taco Bell trays, that's something of the past now. Me and Russell would always end up in the separate vehicles. I'd be in Julius. All our vehicles have names. 
if you haven't noticed. I was in Julia's um, base model Dodge Dakota 2001. Burnt orange. And by burnt, I mean, you know, sun faded. <laughs> burnt. Um, uh, you know, that Dodge orange that you, you only see every once in a while. That's what color it was. Terrible paint. Um, anyways, so me and him would end up in high-speed chases with each other, obviously, to get to each other's houses, whatever. Well, when we're going to my house, on the entrance way to my house, there's a patch of gravel, and in that gravel there's a pothole where water would make it deeper when it rained, or I don't know how the pothole became there because it was in someone's driveway. Anyways, Russell said, gravel, e-brake, slide. So now we're rally car, and he's got the front two wheels on the pavement, back two wheels on the gravel. Mm-hmm. But the back two wheels ended up in the pothole mm-hmm. every time, causing him to fling the shot suspension fully compressed, fully decompressed off the ground. So now he's sliding. Only two front wheels are on the ground. And this was a daily occurrence. <laughs> so freaking fun. And... Uh, Funny enough, I have tons of these videos on my high school phone. I left my high school phone at home when I went on my mission. My parents found my high school videos and said, Oh, it was probably Russell who ran into the wall that you enter my neighborhood in because there's sort of a random hole in the wall and no one knows how it got there. Russell has a blue car that he slides at the exact same spot who knows? He could have not got his back wheels up in the air, gripped up, and went straight into the wall. So now everyone in my neighborhood thinks it's Russell. Okay, listen. First off, okay, it's not some coincidence. It is some coincidence? No. No, it's... It's not? So you did? No, it is It is a coincidence. Okay. Uh, of course it's a coincidence. Uh, So... I, so you really didn't do that? No. I wish I'd claim it freely. Be like, see that hole in the wall? <laughs> Me. Yeah. Russell does claim his accident. I do like my accident. So, anyways, speaking of yeah, actual accidents that did happen in the Elantra. This one day, dude, and this is bizarre. Okay, this one day, I get home from school, and then the next day is my first day at this other school. Okay. Really? Yeah. So this was right in the middle of... Right uh, at the transition. Three episodes ago, RMS Squad. Yeah. Go check that out. My dad's talking to me, and they're all talking to me about what's going to happen tomorrow and everything else. And then my dad out of nowhere goes, when you go to school, when you go to that school, take the main road. Do not take the side streets that take you through the college. He specifically said that. And I'm thinking... Don't tell me where to drive. It's like, that's the fastest way there. And I'm thinking the, that's the mindset that got you at that school. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, and then I'm thinking at this point, I'm like, yeah, okay, fine. I'll do it. Cool. I'll take the main roads. So wake up, alarm goes off, get ready, get all prepped, ready to go. Uh, I'm running a little late. Okay. Well, it takes 15 minutes to get over there. And I was like, he has to drive to the other side 7 of town. 40. And I'm like, I got to be there at 8 on the dot. Russ doesn't get up early. No, 
I wait last minute. Mm-hmm. Procrastination is yeah. what led me to that destination. <laughs> so anyways, um, essentially, I'm driving, and I remember him saying, Take the main road. Take the main <laughs> like road. Like an echo. Don't take, take the back road. Don't take the through street. Don't take the side street. Don't go through the college. I'm like, I'll be late. And there's no reason why I can't go this way. Why it's a free road. There's no sign or dad stand on the corner saying, you got to go that way. I'm your conscious. Go that way. <laughs> So, I start taking the side streets, just like he told me not to do. What happens? There's this huge puddle of water in the middle of the road. And I'm like, where in the holy of heaven did this water come from? What in the... (laughs) And I rear-in this van. Turns out there's a stop sign at the end of this puddle. I was too busy looking around to see where all this water came from. I remember this. And next thing you know, boom! Yeah. Boom! Boom! Right into the back of this There's the carry. minivan. And the lady gets out, looks at her bumper, looks at me, points at the side of the road up across the street, like, meet me over there. I'm like... Okay. It was an accident. Sorry. So we pull over. She's all... Gets her phone. She's got it out. And I'm like... I've never been in an accident before. What the heck do I do? <laughs> I know what I'm calling this podcast. Russell has an accident. <laughs> <laughs> so I get out and I'm like, are you okay? Is everything okay? She's like, yeah, we're fine. I'm calling the cops right now. I'm like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Lady. <laughs> Take a this was pill. an accident and I can't go to jail. I got to get to school. I'm late. I can't be late on my first day. It's a big transition. I cannot have this happening. This cannot be happening right now. I gotta be at school. It should not be happening. So she's like, oh, we're gonna sit here and you're gonna wait for the cops. Oh, gosh. And I'm like, here's my information. Can I just go? <laughs> right as I'm talking to her, pleading with her to let me go, the cop pulls up. By the way, there was no damage to her freaking bumper. Okay? <laughs> None whatsoever. I'm talking like a bee landed on it and flew away. Or my even car, like got however, hit by a blueberry. Like my car, dude. Hood's like, <laughs> <laughs> and my my headlight is like, <laughs> and I don't even care. I just want to get to school. <laughs> so I check it and I'm like, it closes. I guess I'd like twist the. You know the latch where, it, yeah, this was like this, and I had to twist it back and relatch it. <laughs> so ghetto, <laughs> so redneck. Nice. So he talks to me for a minute. What happened? <laughs> oh, I saw the pool of water. Looked around. Didn't see anyone. Didn't see where it was coming from. All of a sudden, bam! All of a sudden, bam! Boom! I hit her in the rear end with my front end. Look at my car. It's ruined, but it still drives. So finally, he's like, hey, swap information, whatever. You can go. (laughs) You know, I get to school. I'm late. I'm like 20 minutes late. People have called my parents at this point. People have texted me and been like, why aren't you at school? My dad's calling me. 
I'm going to explain to him that I'm late to school and just got in a car accident <laughs> and just took the wrong road that he specifically <laughs> said not to go on. All in one phone call, and I'm two minutes away from school. How did I manage that? Dad, I'm late for school. I just got in a car accident. Everything's okay. I barely dented the front of the car. <laughs> I got to get to school. I'll talk to you later. Did you take the road? Yeah, I did. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I pull up, get into class. Everybody's like, oh, who the heck are you? I'm like, I'm the new kid. I just got transferred here because I did bad things. Where's my seat? (laughs) And imagine this. He just gets in a car wreck. And he probably e-breaks it into the school parking lot, blaring Katy Perry. I actually I bet you money that he goes in there. Freaking sideways, blaring Katy Perry, parks, walks out, looks at his hood, probably kicked it, and then walks into school. And I was like, dang, he fits in. That's, uh, I'll bet you money that's what happened. Kiss the family rings. That's probably exactly what happened. Could not let anybody throw my vibe off on first day at the new place, which, by the way, was built like a jail. Right. Like I'm the new cell guy. I'm just like, what are you in for? And I'm like, rim slaughter. <laughs> uh, yeah, you want to find out how Russell got to the school? Go check out RMS Squad. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I know we're supposed to be talking about the blueberry, but how did, how is, because no one goes to that school willingly. You have to be sent there, right? Uh-huh. So, tell us how it went going in there. Like, actually. Did everyone just stare at you and be like... Or they're like, yo, what's up, man? What are you in for? Mm-hmm. So, I pulled Kill up. somebody? I pulled up, and it turned out that I wasn't late at all. Oh. School started at 8.30. Oh, nice. I got there at 8.20. So, I pulled up, and everybody's looking at my car. Like, what? the heck is this and i'm blasting katie perry everybody's like what the heck is this and i'm seeing the top of my leg everybody's like what the heck is this kid doing here and i'm just sharp i'm looking good i'm this little good looking smart looking sharp how are you dressed i had a button up with jeans and a sick flannel backpack that matched my shirt i was like you ever seen footloose Mm-hmm. You ever seen McCormick when he gets into school, like the mm-hmm. first day? He like has like the tie on. He looks sharp as she is. That's what I looked like walking in there, dude. I look like Top Gun walking out of walking to my jet like that. <laughs> That's what it was like. Okay, so I'm I'm walking in there. Everyone's like, no, the new one, the new one, the new Footloose. Yeah, footloose. And everybody's looking at me like, what's wrong with your car? Why are you here? And then all the kids that knew me are like, Russ? What the heck are you doing here? And I'm like, you got me. Right here. (laughs) I'll tell you what, this is exactly how Russell dressed. (laughs) I'll put it up on the screen for those that are uh, watching. Yeah. 
And of course, the lady thought I was a scumbag, privileged kid, so she was like giving me the ringer. But anyways, I get out. Everybody's looking at me like, "Hey, he's handsome. He looks smart. He's dressed good. He's not poor. He doesn't look like he's dumb. He doesn't look like a bad kid. He doesn't look like a criminal. Why is he here?" He's a pretty boy, is what he is. Yeah, I was like, everyone literally called me Ken because I looked like a Ken doll. So anyway, my buddies, my hick buddies are walking up. We still got 10 minutes till school starts and people are still like squirming, kind of looking at me like, what the heck is this again? What's this And um, they're like, Russell, what happened to your car? And I'm like, I just rear-ended this lady. (laughs) Turns out I took the side roads. (laughs) Shouldn't have done that. Didn't know school started at 830 either. I thought it started at 8. So I was in a rush and I hit her. Big puddle. Didn't know where it's coming from. Bam. That's all. So they're all like, well, did your, your, did your hood close all the way? Like, <laughs> shoot, man. You're in predicament for sure. <laughs> Don't look like it does. Funny I thing is, this can... is how all Hicks and Cedars yeah, actually they're, act. They're like, I think we could help you out. Let's hear And I'm like, yeah, dude, whatever you guys want to do. So they start jumping on it. And I'm talking like... <laughs> curb stomping this moment. you ever hopped into a chair so fast you just like jumped onto it yeah that was what they were doing to my car they were just hopping on their butts right onto the hood (laughs) sitting on it trying to bend it back down and sure as shit riley my boy riley big boy you know he's got his shiz kickers on okay he's like can i just jump on it i'm like i guess So he gets up there with his boots and starts. <laughs> my gosh. And it works. It bends it back down and it's like almost unnoticeable. <laughs> Other than the dents from his boot that just smacked all over the freshly clean blueberry paint. Sparkly blue. And um, I'm like, it latches. It's, it's fixed. Sure. Just need a new headlight. Nice. Yeah. So then I go into class and everybody's like, so why were they jumping on your car? <laughs> new, new kids in the parking lot, plastic carry bear, and next thing you know, the hicks are jumping on his car. <laughs> and like, it's funny to think, because like, I pull up in a Hyundai Elantra next to all these hicks in their big trucks, mm-hmm. and they're all dumb as a sack of rocks, and that's why they're there. <laughs> and nobody like associates with them. And they just like see me pull up and they're like best friends with me. And everybody's like, I thought if you had a car, you couldn't hang out with those guys. <laughs> I thought you had to have a truck. What the heck's going on? And, you know, I knew those guys since elementary school. So it was like not a big deal at all for me. I, knew, I mean, I knew them. We were brothers through and through. And I was, I was out in the country. Like I said, I was on the dirt road. Like, you know, out in sticks. That ain't dirt no more. It's paved now. It's super sad. So anyway, yeah. Everybody's like, um, why, why, why? Who are you? What is going on? What is going on? And that was like my first day there. It was crazy. And that was all with the Elantra. Like, made it through. And also, just to put in perspective, I had all these Grumpy Cat stickers all over my bumper. And I'm talking like every baseball team known to man stickers all over the back window. And then I had like sayings and quotes <laughs> on there. You name it. Anything you can find in a quarter sticker machine, he had it on the back of his car. Yes, it was that car. It was that car. <laughs> Grumpy cats everywhere. So anyway. Oh, man. That 
was the time with the Elantra. And so the ending of the Elantra. Well, let's talk about the main adventure with the Elantra. The main adventure. Yeah. The one that where it became the tank rather than the blueberry. <laughs> so uh everyone just picture a Jeep for a second, okay? We're talking big tires, lift, can go anywhere. Suspension, Fox, whatever you got. You're going places. No one's going to stop you. You probably have something on your license plate that says, I dig lawns or something like that. Okay, if you're driving lawns. Yeah, I dig lawns. Like, they just mob. Or like, I like lawns, but I dig them. Lawns? I've seen it on the back of a Jeep, okay? The license plates and I dig lawns, and I was like, <laughs> it's a Jeep that's thing. That's funny. So, anyway, yeah. Uh, okay, now we got a Jeep in our mind, okay. Okay, so there was a place in Cedar City, and it was called Jeep Hill. Okay, well, was it shaped like a Jeep or something? No, no, it was a hill. That only Jeeps could get up. Straight up and yeah. down. Like, we're talking incline like this. Gravelly, rough rocks that you can't, like, maneuver on unless you got a Jeep. Yeah. Well, one day, we were making the big old CV up there. Yeah, there's a C and a V on the hill now. Yeah. That was our senior class that and built that. It was in progress. It was being built Thanks by to us. Yeah, yeah. And we were helping out up there. And I don't know if somebody, no one even said anything to me. I just said, you know what? We are just mobbing around, like, with the Durango. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Elantra all the way to the top of this hill. You did it without me first. I don't think so. I think so. I was in the car when it was the first time we did it. Yeah, you definitely oh were. Because you're freaking out. Yeah. So everyone's up there too. People were up there at the CV. I don't remember that. Yeah, and I just <laughs> I just started going. I just full pedal to the metal, front wheel spinning, losing traction, getting traction, bumping, rocking, hoping. <laughs> That we make it all the way to the top. Sure as heck. We did. And I tell you what. Bumping and rocking. The whole way there, dude. And I'm pretty sure at this point we were blasting some T-Swift, alright? Probably Bad Love by T-Swift. Just, just full crank. Now it's like the little road trail thing. I was like in the. I need to stop wearing the family jewels, man. I keep hearing it hitting a big thing. Um, what's that noise? You can hear everything now with these headphones. Anyways, um, let's see. What was I gonna say? Oh, in the middle of the trail, it's like water uses the trail to come down the hill, but it carves out a canyon in the middle of the trail so some points you, there's nothing under your car except for what was under the two tires there's just a canal so one slip and you're stuck yeah the launcher didn't get stuck this little blue wagon made it all the way to the top so Russ is driving <laughs> oh yeah we're gonna do it um Oh, oh, man, what just happened? So, yeah, 
We made it. It became the tank at yeah. that point. And, and I, I, there's no way to explain it any better. Like, you can't. This is. Uh, yeah. It should not have gone where it went, but it did. There's no explaining it. I don't think anyone could repeat what I did in the same vehicle. Or anything that's not a Jeep. Yeah. Crazy. Um, And on the way down, Russ starts acting like the brakes went out. And sort of picking up speed as he would on a freaking... Let's see. What's it... What's a steep angle? 75 degree angle. 45. 45 to... That's not that steep. That's like half a 90, right? Not half a 95. So like 90 is like this, so I'd be like half of that, right? That's a 70. No, that's a 70. That's a 45. Okay. Yeah, so like... 70 is closer to 70 is more like that. So we're talking like 50. Probably a 50 degree. Okay. You're going to the moon if you fly off that hill. Sure. I am going to steal from the rocket ship. Anyways, we're going down. We're just picking up speed as fast as you would in a car that is rolling down a hill that is very steep. And Rush is like, the brakes are out. The brakes are out. Starts pulling the brake. I was like, no, don't pull that. Then we'll turn sideways and freaking roll and die. And he's like, turns out the brakes weren't out. We just mobbed down the hill freaking fast. And Rush was laughing his head off while I screamed and cried. Scream and cry. Um. The another amazing thing is the back tires were bald. The only traction was coming from the wires that were sticking out. I have a video somewhere of those wires sparking while Russell drifted it. Yeah, like and this was very close to the new the wires. So now let's talk about the end of the blueberry. Yeah. So obviously. There's a slow we- leak, okay, so I had to always keep pumping up my wheel. Like, I'm talking every morning before I went to school. Pump it up, pump, pump, pump it up, you know. And um, finally, we got new tires, okay. We got a new headlight. I went and picked it up at the junkyard. I put that thing on there myself. Really proud of that. That's what kind of started my headlight passion, to be honest. And um, I got these new, like, hubcap rims that I threw on there. They're sick. Like, kind of like the ones in the RMS squad. Go check out the yeah, yeah, yeah. Go look, go look. Um, and, like, it just was all cherried out. Like, I had it all souped up. I had... Grumpy cats. I had LED lights in there. I had the steering wheel cover. I had seat covers. Like, I had cherried this thing out. And I was so proud of it. I was like, this is sick. It was the high schooler AutoZone special. Yeah. So, I'm on my way over to McKay's house to show him the new... Pimped out. Cherry blueberry. Oh, yeah, she was cherry. But she was blueberry. And I'm going 50 on the road to his house. It is 50 miles per hour. I was going the speed limit. Jamming. Like, because I was, like, pumped. I'm about to show my kid my new car, you know? Like, well, not new, but new, new. <laughs> the mm-hmm. new, new. Yeah, the new, new. And uh, next thing you know, you know. <laughs> my hood. Flies up at 50 miles an hour, smashes in my windshield, glass goes everywhere. The freaking rear view 
falls off, flies off, hits me right in the face. I'm not even kidding. It smacked that hard. It flew, it flung that thing off into my face. I can't see. I'm panicking because there's glass everywhere. I just got hit in the face by the rear view. That's supposed to be attached to your windshield. Yeah. Well, windshield's gone. Which is now on your lap. Yeah. And your hood is in your face. I e-brake and pull over. (laughs) And I sit there. And I'm like... all over my hands and I've got cuts all over my face from all the glass. i got a big bruise right here because I just got smacked. Some guy pulls over behind me. Saw the whole thing. <laughs> Comes walking up to my car and I'm just sitting there like I don't even know. He's back there. My rear view's gone. My windshield's gone. My hood's... Hello! Okay. He comes walking up. You okay? <laughs> you okay? I, yeah, I am. <laughs> Don't ask me how. Do you want me to call someone or what? I'm like, no, I'll call my parents. Thanks. Should I call my parents? Man, they'll be pissed at me if they know this happened. How are you going to hide a, a windshield missing? Yeah. Mm, shoot. So, I call my dad. Second time I've called him about this car. First time I rear-ended some lady. Now the hood flew up. Hey, uh, Dad. Um, yeah. How's your day going? Good? Okay. Good. Uh... The hood flew up and smashed the windshield, and I'm on the side of the road. <laughs> oh my gosh. What? <laughs> the hood flew up and smashed the windshield, and I'm on the side of the road. Where? Over by so and so's house. Alright, I'm on my way home from work. Be there in a second. I'm like, great. He pulls up, looks at it. Looks at me. He gave me a big hug. Oh. He's like, you all right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, you know this happened to Maddie before too, right? Same car? Different car. Same situation. Except she was on the freeway. Yeah. He just looks at it. He's like, was your hood popped or anything? I was like, no, but that latch was loose. It's been loose. We should have tightened that on there, you know, or something. I was like, but it's driven for like four months and I've driven on this road almost every day mm-hmm. and now finally this sucker flies open enough of the bounce in the back end to 10 feet in the air it's just unexplainable I don't know what to say just that was the day it was meant to happen right as I'm on my way to show my buddy my nice new car so what what happened? I don't remember. So we take it to these guys, junkyard basically, and they kind of looked at it and they said, "Well, your struts are toast, windshield, hood, fixing all that. Your car's totaled." Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, 
No. Blueberry. <gasps> so it sat at this junkyard in the front, and every day I drove past it in the cherry bomb and saw it and just was like... <sighs> idiot you know and that was it that was the end of the well day. i remember i remember finding out that that happened in your life and you're like yeah we're gonna sell it to a junkyard for a hundred bucks or whatever 300 bucks 300 bucks and it's like well you're selling to a junkyard let's go have the last fun with it so we did some last drifty drifts in it and yeah. that's when i got the video of your tire sparking yeah and that was the end of her legacy one of many. <laughs> if you want to find out more about car legacies, junker legacies, go watch Virgil. Virgil's it's a good starting time. to get exciting. Um, episode four or five right now. Uh, fixing up the wheels. It's pretty funny stuff. So go talk, check that out. Virgil on McCade Stephenson on YouTube. <laughs> get there. Be there. Stay there. <laughs> and watch them all. Why not? What else are you going to do? Scroll on Instagram? <laughs> well, there. Well, is it over? That was the legacy. Yeah, I'm too hot to tell another story, dude. It's so hot yeah, in here. Yeah, it's been hot, guys. Let me tell you what. It's 104 outside. And, uh... I need something in here. Probably. So I'm going to turn this AC on and tell you guys. Have a good night. I'm going to edit this and put it out tonight so you can watch it tomorrow. <laughs>